This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balkis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the 23rd of October. It is a Monday, and I hope you guys had a great weekend. But Talking about uh, technology right here in the UAE, now UAE tourists can claim VAT refunds through an application. Now I know this would come in handy for a lot of my family members that do visit the UAE. And obviously, uh, you know, there's a big process of refunding VAT, but now you can all do it through an application. We're going to be talking about that in just a bit. Also, right here in the UAE, police are going to use AI to analyze traffic accidents without attending the scene of the accident at all and also ease traffic pressure around the UAE. Now, we also do know that it's some, some, some of us have more than one number, more than one phone number, and we would like having more than one WhatsApp, but that's unavailable. But now, WhatsApp will allow two accounts on one phone, so that is going to be a big game changer for businesses that have more than one number. Also, we're going to be talking about Elon Musk's X platform, form, formerly known as Twitter, and how they're going to launch premium subscriptions soon on top of the already premium subscription that is on the platform. Also, we're going to be talking about an incredible iOS 17.1 update that has fixed the new iPhone 15 screen problem that a lot of people were complaining about. So it's good to know that just a software update has fixed that all. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think and let me know what sh- what uh, story you are excited for most. I'm taking a short break, but when I come back, I'm talking all about how UA tourists can now get a VAT refund just through the application. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, right here in the UAE, we do know that a lot of tourists come day in and day out. And actually, uh, you know, Dubai International Airport is one of the most busiest airports in the world, actually. And, you know, with a lot of tourists, we can see that they can now claim VAT refunds through an application. This would be great if, you know, you have family visiting from overseas and, you know, uh, the process of, uh, you know, refunding VAT can be a little bit, uh, you know, tricky. But... The Federal Tax Authority, FTA, has launched a new application that does make claiming VAT a lot easier. Now, tourists no longer have to keep all of their printed purchase receipts to get a refund, as everything is actually done digitally. Now, the new app, Tourist Refund, has been launched at the ongoing Jitex Global Exhibition that is happening in Dubai. Well, it is actually done, but tourists can now download the app through FTA services, provider firm Planet, and when a tourist does buy any item from a UAE store, the merchant scans the invoice and it will be recorded by the application. Now, the newly launched application will have information on each transaction he bought as well as the amount of VAT he can claim upon exiting the country. Now, when exiting the UAE, the tourist will go to a designated place or places at the airport that does show the invoices in the application to claim his or her refund either in cash or transfer via credit card. Now, this new app will save the hassle of standing in the queues as it is completely automated, which is amazing. Now, we are looking at how 
just the Emirate of Dubai alone did welcome 8.5 million international visitors with 20% growth in the first half of the year 2023, which was compared to the same period just last year, which did exceed uh, the number recorded prior to COVID-19 when they did welcome 8.3 million international visitors in the first half of 2019. Now, the tourist refund is currently on the Android platform and will be soon available for Apple devices by the end of this year. Now, the UAE did implement a 5% value-added tax, or better known as VAT, in 2018 on consumer goods. However, tourists can claim a refund when exiting the country from ports, land borders, and even airports. Now, the, the authority is also showcasing its new app under Emirat X platform, and the app does have all the services that are provided to different taxable persons, uh, you know, taxpayer tax agents and UAE residents who are entitled to get a refund from the FTA with regards to their home construction. People can access it through the UAE Pass as well. But the new app, Mascani, did or was expited the refund and reduced the time for a refund from 20 working days to only five. So again, very good news as we do have, uh, you know, all of us, all, all expats uh, across, uh, you know, the, the UAE do get family who do visit in. And it could be an issue, obviously, you know, waiting in the queue and waiting in the, in the long lines to get that VAT refund. So again, very big news, especially when we're looking at how it's going to be done automated. So it's a very big step in, uh, in the digital world, especially economically. And businessy when we're talking about you know consumer goods when it comes to tax. Four two one five, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know what you guys think. I am taking a short break, but when I come back, I'm talking all about how UAE police will now be able to use AI to analyze traffic accidents and congestion all through their, their systems. News, bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about how AI is now being used by UAE police to analyze traffic accidents without even attending the scene. Now, UAE police will soon use AI to analyze these traffic accidents without even attending the scene. And, uh, you know, the UAE police have unveiled a new mechanism for reporting minor traffic accidents using AI. And that was, uh, you know, showcased at Jitex Technologies or Jitex Global 2023, which was happening last week. Now, the new mechanism does analyze minor accidents and instantly issues reports to drivers without any human intervention. Now, we're looking at how this is a very big step forward because... Remember, if it's a minor accident, if it's a fender bender, there shouldn't be, you know, uh, big traffic. And, you know, a, a lot of people, unfortunately, they hold up the whole way, the whole the whole road stopping and making, you know, a big scene just for a minor fender bender. But again, with AI, it will be able to detect it and then issue, obviously, you know, the report. But it is still being developed as part of the minor accident reporting service, which is actually available on the Dubai police app and even website. Now, certainly drivers can submit the accident details, which are then reviewed by a police officer who would also send a report to the involved parties. Now, in the future, the report issuance will be done without reverting to a police officer, but rather through AI analysis of the accident and sending the report to both parties. Now, 
Major General Khaled Nasser Ar-Razoui, director of the AI department at Dubai Police, did clarify that this AI-enabled mechanism for pl planning minor accidents is currently under development and even testing. Now, he also did say that the Minor Accident Reporting Services does allow drivers to report accident themselves, even eliminating the need for a police car on site. Now, this also would prevent traffic congestion and even save drivers time. Now, he also did say that the goal is to enhance public services smartly and innovatively, speeding up the issues, issuance of traffic reports and even reducing manual processes by 50 and even decreasing congestion, which was caused by minor accidents. Now, he also went on to even emphasize that the development of the accident reporting service at the integration of AI technologies comes under the directives of Lieutenant Abdullah Khalifa Al-Marri, who is the commander-in-chief of Dubai Police and continually improving the force's smart services and even facilitating transactions for users and saving their time and effort. Now, this service is user-friendly, and drivers simply can access this service and input uh, you know, the necessary details, such as vehicle number plate and both parties' driver license, and even capture images of the vehicles, and then wait to obviously receive the reports via email to forward to the insurance companies. Now, once the driver is upgraded with AI integration, only four simple steps will be required. Now, one of the involved parties must log into the Dubai Police Smart app and submit the driver's license, personal ID, or vehicle plate number, upload the pictures, and then the AI will do the rest. And I've actually seen a couple of people on the roads, uh, you know, use this application. And, uh, you know, the first time I encountered this application, I was like, what are you talking about? You don't want to get a police officer, uh, you know, to obviously look, come at the scene. It was, a, alhamdulillah, it was a minor fender bender, but it was just out of my grasp and reach that, you know, I just have to take two pictures and, you know, I'm on my way. So again, you know, it makes traffic congestion much, much lighter, much, much easier because, you know, mashallah, we have so many cars coming in and, uh, in and out and commuting every single day. So, you know, a minor accident, even if it's a fender bender, can, you know, uh, clog up traffic and it does become very annoying and it becomes a very big problem and a hassle until, obviously, the police officer comes to the scene of the accident. But inshallah, all of you guys will be safe. But if you do get into a minor fender bender, well, we have smart services to save the day. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think about this and tell me your guys' thoughts and how many times you've gotten to a fender bender and if you've used this smart app as well. But I am taking a short break and when I come back, I'm talking all about what's up and how they're going to allow two accounts on one device. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. For those of you who have two numbers and need two phones, obviously, because one is for what's up and the other one is for what's up. But if you have a business and you're a business owner and you have two numbers, well, guess what? You can now or soon let you stay logged in to two accounts at once on one phone. Now, if you use two different WhatsApp accounts, you'll soon be able to access both of them from just one device. And that is what Meta's CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, did announce just last week. That WhatsApp is rolling out the ability to switch between accounts on Android, and you won't need to lug around an extra device or even continuously log in and out of your account to be able to do so. 
Now, the new feature should make it easier to manage your conversations across multiple accounts, like if you have one WhatsApp account for work, for example, and another for messaging friends and family members. But it is coming out in the coming weeks. Now, Meta also does note that you'll need a separate phone number and SIM card or a phone or a phone that does accept multi-SIM or even eSIM. Now, if you want to set up that second account, you would need two SIM cards, either an eSIM or another physical SIM. You also need the second phone or SIM card to receive the one-time passcode or OTP. That WhatsApp will send via SMS to gain access to your second account on a different uh, device. Now, for those of you who have two accounts, well, I actually do something else, which is I have one WhatsApp, which is a normal one, and then I have another one, which would be WhatsApp Business. Now, obviously, my WhatsApp account would be saying WhatsApp Business, but at the same time, it doesn't really matter because I'm still getting all the benefits from WhatsApp and having two accounts on one device. Now, Meta has been working on making it very easier to access your WhatsApp account on different devices, and it has been very vital for WhatsApp to provide that accessibility because, as we do know, WhatsApp is one of the biggest, biggest messaging platforms on the planet. Now, again, we are looking at how this multi-device feature was actually supposed to come out in 2021, but uh, we never really saw it come to fruition. But Meta did recently expand this feature to include smartphones, tablets, desktop, you name it. Any device could have two WhatsApps working at one time. So very big news happening. And again, I love this news as I do have two phone numbers as well. I have one phone number for work and one phone number for personal reasons. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think. But I am taking a short break. And when I come back, much more tech news is coming out. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Elon Musk, ladies and gentlemen, is at it again because Elon Musk's X is soon to launch more premium subscriptions soon. Now, earlier this week, the company started changing or charging new users $1 in New Zealand and the Philippines as a test case for accessing the platform. Now, Elon Musk said on Friday that social media platform X, formerly known as Twitter, will soon launch two new tiers of premium subscriptions. Now, we're looking at the first tier, which would be uh, you know a lower cost with all features, but no reduction in ads. And the other is more expensive, but has no ads. And Elon Musk said that on a post on the X platform. But Musk did also not provide any details on the subscription plans. But earlier this week, the company started charging new users $1 in New Zealand and the Philippines as a test case for the platform. Now, new users who did opt out of subscribing will only able to take read-only actions such as read posts, watch videos, and even follow accounts. But they will not be able to post or tweet now it's a it's called not a bot subscription method and does aim to reduce spam manipulation on the platform and bot activity now we do know that elon musk has a very big uh, you know personal vendetta with uh, with bots he doesn't like bots he doesn't like spam bots and uh, it all it, i think the, the the main issue or the main problem uh, you know was founded all the way back in 2020 or 2021 
when uh, you know a Twitter user, when it was called Twitter, a Twitter user actually created a a bot or a Twitter bot account that was tracking Elon Musk's private plane, and uh, you know every time the plane would move or would uh, would have any action on it, the bot would tweet out that Elon Musk's plane, for example, landed in California, and Elon Musk did not like that a lot, and uh, a lot of people were saying that Elon Musk actually was going to buy Twitter just for him to deactivate that account. And, uh, you know, funny enough, he did buy Twitter a couple of, uh, you know, I think it was uh, two years later. Now, since taking over the platform in October of 2022, Musk's rapid changes did include mass layoffs and even disbanding content moderation teams. And even has led to the unfortunate downfall of advertising uh, or advertisers, uh, you know, posting ads on their services. But Musk has even acknowledged that the platform has taken a big hit on revenue and has actually blamed activists for pressuring these advertisers and says that the advertisers don't really have any problem, but it was the activists who were, you know, standing against him. Now, to generate revenue, Musk did start charging $8 per month for the Blue Check subscription service and even tried to woo advertisers back to X with offers on discounts. So, you know, we're looking at how, uh, you know, Elon Musk is trying his best to monetize, uh, you know, the, S the X platform even more. And we do know that uh, right now X is only at, uh, you know, the beginning of its journey, as we do know that Elon Musk does want X to be a super duper app. It wants to be the app, the everything app, and Elon Musk is trying to achieve it. But in the coming months or years, we will see how far Elon Musk can go with the X platform. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think. I'm taking a short break, but when I come back, I'm talking about how a software update from Apple is fixing all the problems in the new iPhone 15s. Tech this out. Tech this out. When the iPhone 15 was released, we did look at a lot of problems regarding the iPhone 15. And, uh, you know, other than the hardware, the physical aspect, the body, and even the screen. But now, uh, what people deem as incredible iOS 17.1 update has fixed the new iPhone 15 screen problem. Now, the iPhone uh, 15 screen burn issue was a very big problem, and now the iOS 17.1 update has fixed all of it. Now, for the uninitiated, some iPhone 15 Pro Max owners were suffering from what seemed to be an extreme screen burn-in, which is otherwise known as an image persistence, where a shadow of an image is permanently you know, etched in the display. So if you, for example, had... Um, let me think of a game. Let's say Solitaire, for example. All of us should know what Solitaire is. If you played it for a long period of time, once you left the application and, and, and locked your phone, there would kind of be a burn of the cards on the screen. Now, a lot of iPhone users did complain on Reddit and Apple's community forums and even X. And this, unfortunately, is the downside of OLED displays. But it's very rare, actually, for this to happen so early on in a device's life cycle and even to the extent uh, of demonstrated by users. So it shouldn't be happening this early on. Now, Apple did promise a fix in iOS 17.1, which is currently available to beta testers and will be rolled out widely this week. As the update does hit testers and developers, some early reports suggest that the screen burn issue might actually be fixed once and for all. Now, we are looking at how uh, a lot of people have been posting viral pictures of extreme burn in, two in, uh, in the screen. 
And uh, even two days ago, after the iOS update 17.1 update picture appeared to show that the problem was fixed, but for now, it is on and only for beta users only. Again, it's early days and the update has not rolled out to the public. So again, we will be seeing if others have similar success when it does come to removing the image persistence issue. What is not clear so far is if the problem is actually a screen burn-in or simply a display bug. Now, typically, when we are looking at these burn-ins, it is a hardware fault that requires a replacement screen. And let me tell you, if Apple needs to replace all these screens, that is a very big issue. But most of the solutions are preventive, like turning brightness down or even switching the always-on display to off, which would reduce the chance of a constantly displayed image burning into the screen. Now, manufacturers offset possible burn-in with higher quality OLED panels that have longer lasting LEDs, so that also might be an issue. But again, some software trickery is also used, which Apple does explain in its breakdown of the company's Super Retina displays. And this did include special algorithms that monitor the usage of individual pictures to produce display calibration data. So obviously your iPhone would use that data to automatically adjust the brightness levels for each pixel as needed to reduce visual effects from burn-in and to maintain a consistent viewing experience. So it does seem that the iPhone 15 isn't doing as great as we expected it to be. Obviously, when we looked at the screen cracks or the, 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 the back panel breaking, uh, how fragile it was and now we're looking at the burn-in screen. So I have not bought the iPhone 15 just yet. I'm still rocking my iPhone 13. I do not think I'll be buying the iPhone 15. I was thinking of trading in my iPhone 13 and buying an iPhone 14 and just putting like a, a measly 1,000 or 1,500 dirhams and getting a brand new device. So I want to know what you guys think. 4215, have you guys bought uh, you know the iPhone 15, the new one, if any of them, the, the normal iPhone 15s, the Pluses, the Max, the Pro Maxes? And uh, what do you guys think of it so far? Uh, I've seen it face-to-face. -face. I have a friend who bought it. I didn't think it was, it was wow. I think it was pretty normal. And uh, it just resembles the iPhone 13 or even 14 as well. 4215, ladies and gentlemen, but this does mark the end of the show today. But I will be opening up the airways for the only place to be at three with the man himself, Amaru Dori, the halftime show commencing in T-minus seven minutes. But I'll be seeing you guys tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95.